USA Wealth Group Inc. presents Money Wise with the Money Guys. Ray Lance and Pete Lance are your hosts for the next hour, talking retirement topics and having the retirement conversation for those at or nearing retirement. For more than 20 years, USA Wealth Group has been committed to helping families protect and grow their wealth by providing safe and effective strategies. The conversation starts now. Welcome to Money Wise Radio. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Money Wise. We're so happy to be talking to you again this morning. And today our topic is memory loss. Remember to plan. I always try to remember what my first grade teacher told me, but I can't remember my first grade teacher anymore. My earliest memory of a teacher is in fifth grade, and I had a very large, overweight teacher in the fifth grade, and she used to tell the kids, be quiet, or I'm going to squish you into a grease spot, and that was her message. So I can remember that from fifth grade, and then I can remember a few other things, but I wonder what we remember as we get older. So with that, I would like to introduce attorney Tenny Lance. Good morning, Tenny. Good morning, everyone. Tenny, do you have a good memory? Pretty good. I think you have an outstanding memory. You can remember what you wore and what I wore on certain days. The thing that bothers me is that I have a problem remembering circumstances related to people's names. My secretary will often say to me, do you remember Sue Smith? And I remember the name, but I don't remember the circumstance. Drives her crazy. Hmm. Well, we all have different categories of memories. Right. Don't we, Peter? We do. And good morning to Peter Lance, also known as Pete Lance. I have a very good memory, but I I have a really hard time remembering names. I never forget a face. I can meet somebody once and 10 or 20 years later see them again, and I know them, um, but have a really difficult time with names. It's a real talent, and actually there are tricks you can use to perfect that skill, but it is really a skill to remember people's names, and it's hard. It's very hard to do. Well, one is. of the things you're supposed to do, and I never do it because I forget to do it, is when somebody says, hi, my name is, you know, Sue Smith, and you, you're you supposed to say, nice to meet you, Sue, right back. So, it's, you know, sort of gets it in your brain. I guess you could say, good day, Sue. Okay. Wasn't that a line from a movie once? I, I don't, don't think so. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> What's the name of the guy that had the big Bowie knife who's from Australia? Crocodile Dundee. Crocodile Dundee. I mean, yes, he used to say good day, but so do many Australians. <laughs> but I thought he said good day, Sue. Wasn't that the lady that went on the trip with him? I don't Anyway. Remember. Anyway, Memory I loss. used to work for Congressman Michael Harrington, and one of his terrific talents was remembering everybody's names and everything about them. We'd walk down the street together in Boston. He'd meet somebody and he'd say, well, how are you, uh, so-and-so, and how are your kids who are at such-and-such a school? Oh, I was always so jealous of that. I know somebody else that can do that very well as well. That's something that I think most politicians are good at because they have to. Yeah. Well, memory loss is a really serious thing. It's, it's a question that we often ask when we have a loved one that's diagnosed with Alzheimer's or some other form of dementia. And sometimes having a diagnosis of dementia or Alzheimer can make you feel helpless. But the most important thing in the world to think about doing is proactive planning because it's going to make such a difference. And with that, the name of today's show is Memory Loss and Remember to Plan. And that's why we chose that subject. So good morning. We're going to be talking about Alzheimer's. We're going to be talking about some quotations from famous people who had Alzheimer's disease, like Robin Williams or Ronald Reagan, for example, had Alzheimer's. And you often don't know much about that until the person has died. Charlton Heston had Alzheimer's, for example, famous movie actor. But the number one thing to do, first of all, is you have to recognize the condition, don't you? And Well, who has to recognize the person who is involved? Well, somebody does, and it has to be usually a family member, and then it becomes a doctor after that. And Alzheimer's is a form of dementia, which can be divided into three 
primary stages. One is mild, moderate, or advanced cognitive impairment. I dare say that everyone listening today has known someone with dementia, has known someone with Alzheimer's, and it's very, very difficult. We've experienced it in our own family, haven't we, Tenny? You've experienced it with your mother, for example. With my mother, with your mother, with my sister-in-law. It's a, it's a sad disease. So my mom, as she got older and she lived with us in this little cottage we had out behind our house, she started talking to the television. Well, that's a form of dementia. She thought she was talking to a real person. One she, person in particular, the weatherman. The weatherman. She liked the weatherman. I would go into the little cottage sometimes, and she would say, "And this is my son, Ray. And she was trying to introduce me to the gentleman on the television set. And then sometimes it's just forgetfulness. And it's not such things as, oh, I forgot my keys, or I can't remember where I put my keys, or where did I leave my wallet. These are normal things that we all do. Life is busy. Now, the initial um, symptoms of, you know, the mild stage is struggling with handling finances or, you know, struggling to remember names, um, people who start to become repetitive in conversation. Those type of things are early warning signs of the mild stage of dementia. Yes, they are. And as I said, we've all experienced it. But the focus today is going to be talking about planning because it's critically important while somebody still has cognitive ability to do planning, isn't it, Tony? Yes. And that's, that's why um, it's really important to you know, notice these early, mild-stage symptoms of Alzheimer's and dementia. And that way you can develop a care plan uh, for your loved one. And while they're still with it enough that they can have some say and some involvement in the plan. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about how do you know whether somebody has enough mental ability, Tenny, to be able to know when they're signing a trust or a will or other important estate planning documents. You have to make that judgment call sometimes, don't you? Yes, and it certainly is a difficult thing to judge sometimes. I mean, I I realize when I sit across from people that um, most people understand what I'm saying, even though it may be complicated, and remember bits and pieces, not necessarily all of it, but to determine whether that person really understands and really remembers is a tough, tough thing for me. So I suppose at some point if you are concerned and you're worried about whether this person knows enough to know that they're signing a will or a trust or other documents, you could always ask for a medical letter, couldn't you? Yes, and sometimes we do that. I mean, the problem is with notarizing something because the notary has to be convinced that the person who you're notarizing understands what they're signing and is is clear about the implications of what they're signing. But it is difficult to get a doctor to say anything in, in writing, certainly anything that would imply that somebody doesn't have capacity. Right. So a doctor has to make that judgment call. This is a quotation from a gentleman named Michael Greger, who was a a doctor. In my clinical practice, the one diagnosis I always dreaded giving was Alzheimer's. Billions have been spent on research, but there is still neither a cure nor an effective treatment. Nor really a clear diagnosis. No, that's true. Um, I've, I've read before, for example, that you don't really know whether somebody truly had Alzheimer's until after they're deceased, and then you do an autopsy, and you can determine it that way. But it's very difficult otherwise to know whether somebody has Alzheimer's. But I wonder what it feels like if you're an individual and you recognize that you're starting to get forgetful or forget where you are or just forget people in general. And what if you go to a doctor and you get a diagnosis that you probably have early onset dementia, early onset uh, Alzheimer's? Well, you just talked about the, um, what was it, 21 billion, you said, that was uh, has been spent thus far trying to figure out a cure for it. I think that's what the 
That's a number that we'll come to in just a minute. Well, you, no, you just said it. It was some doctor that said how much. Yeah, he just simply said billions have been oh, spent on research. I mean, the cost to our nation for Alzheimer's and other dementia um, w- this year alone will cost $355 billion, and that includes $239 billion in Medicare and Medicaid payments combined. And uh, another woman named Judy Parfit said, this is why Alzheimer's is such a terrible disease. The body of the person you love is there, but they've gone. Your husband is gone, and they become your child. And you have to look after them as if you would look after a child. And we've seen, you know, clients who, you know, they say that their spouse was such a sweet person prior to having Alzheimer's and now they've turned into a really belligerent, very unpleasant person. Um, we've also seen the opposite, although typically more often we see that they just become not very pleasant, um, but that's not always the case. We do have some clients who say that their spouse is much sweeter and just really calm and, and laid back about everything. Well, it's difficult. In the United States, for example, Alzheimer's and dementia deaths have increased 16% uh, during the pandemic period that occurred in the past. Well, Alzheimer's is also the sixth leading cause of death in the U.S. And that's pretty incredible. So it's also been reported for quick facts that one in three seniors will die with Alzheimer's or another dementia. It kills more people than breast cancer and prostate cancer combined. That's a pretty scary statistic when you think about it, isn't it? That is. You know, I've always said to you, Tenny, that I don't mind, I mean, I wouldn't want, but if I have various illnesses and ailments as I get older, you know, that's tough to take. But the one thing that I would not want to know is that I was losing my mental faculties, my brain, my my tongue, my wit. My sauciness, <laughs> whatever it is. That would certainly be a loss, yes. Well, the number of people in this country with Alzheimer's is, is uh, pretty staggering. We're going to go through a few other quick facts and talk about some of these things uh, prior to us taking a break. You know, the other problem with people with dementia and Alzheimer's is that behind every one of them, there's a caregiver of some kind, isn't it? And that goes back to what I was talking about, about coming up with a plan. You've got to develop a care plan. Who's going to be the caregiver? Is it going to be a family member? Is it going to be a nurse? Um, is it going to be a, a in-house nurse? Or is, it, is the person going to have to go to a home? How are you going to pay for all of that? That's why you should plan things way in advance uh, in the event that somebody should develop Alzheimer's or you know anything else that's going to cost a lot of money to take care of them. We're going to take a very short break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about a few other statistics, and then we're going to talk about some of the planning things that you can do and should do and must do, and we're going to talk about some of the organizations that exist to help do research in the area of Alzheimer's. Stay tuned. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to Money Wise with the Money Guys. Hosted by Ray Lance and Pete Lance. If you have questions about retirement, call today for a free consultation. 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858 for a free consultation or a free second opinion on your current retirement plan. 508-998-8858. And now, back to MoneyWise with the Money Guys. Let's get back to our show, which is called Memory Loss, Remember to Plan. So, Tenny, let me just say a few things about planning. What are some of the key planning things that people need to do? Well, first of all, they need to know what they own, have a good current inventory of whatever is owned so you know what to plan for. Uh, Secondly, though, we mention this again and again, it's so important for people to have documents in place, particularly a durable power of attorney for property and health care documents. Those are critical documents, aren't they? Absolutely critical for 
somebody who uh, might be unable to make decisions for themselves over time, those documents allow people that you trust, that you love, to make decisions for you if that's needed. They can sign your name. Can sign your name. Help you make exactly. medical decisions, uh, financial health decisions. decisions, right. And the alternative to that is that the family or somebody goes to court and gets a court person appointed to make those decisions. And I don't think that's what anybody wants. I, I remember specifically a case here where one of our clients uh, was getting dementia pretty badly, and it was reported to Bristol Elders. Bristol Elders brought the case to the court and got themselves appointed as her guardian, um, which which bore no relationship to her or what was important to her. It was, wasn't a relative who was applying to become guardian. That's right. And it, it became a very difficult situation, became costly, certainly was not what the family wanted. So we, the important question here is, wouldn't you rather name somebody that you trust and you care about who can make the decisions for you instead of having the court decide that somebody else in the community that you don't even know is going to be named your decision maker? Right. And by golly, get those documents in place. Get a durable power of attorney for property and your health documents in place signed early on. And and the reason for that is you just sort of hit on, uh, touched on the subject for a second, Dad, is um, Alzheimer's can be extremely expensive. Uh, it can wipe out somebody's entire uh, estate in a very short period of time. Uh, Medicare generally does not pay for any type of care other than the first 100 days in a nursing home. So that's why it's important to sit down and talk with my mother about getting the proper documents in place, and that's why it's important to sit down with myself or my father uh, to you know work out a plan ahead of time in the event something should happen. Uh, you're going to be prepared for it. You're going to save a lot of money in the long run. Maybe you have a large life insurance policy. You can um, uh, use the cash value to assist to pay for some of the care. Um, when the uh, cash value runs out, then you still have a large death benefit that at least will make up for a lot of the expense when uh, the loved one eventually passes. But mom, um, you have a special story that you tell from time to time at seminars about why you became uh, a, a lawyer, specifically an estate planning lawyer, and it had to do with your own mother, my grandmother, and you know how difficult it was and how much money uh, she lost. Well, yes, I do tell the story about my mom. After my dad died, it became clear that he was covering up for her quite a bit. And we finally had to place her in a nursing facility where she stayed for seven years. We eventually uh, received Medicaid assistance for that. But in the process, we lost her house and we lost everything that she and my dad had worked to save. So, you know, that's really an important point because, unlike some other illnesses, which may mean that you spend a short time in a nursing home, with something like dementia or Alzheimer's, those are long term progressive diseases, and you could spend a longer time than normal in a place like a nursing home and truly wipe out your savings. The starting point, ladies and gentlemen, is give a call to Attorney Tenny Lance or Attorney Mike Coleman at 508-998-8800 and make an appointment. And whether it's you or your spouse that you're concerned about or whether it's a parent that you're concerned about that you want to protect assets, that's the important first step is just to get started. And then the next step um in the plan that I was discussing in the first uh, segment of our show, uh, the next step is to make sure that you compile a complete list of your loved one's um, assets, uh, their debt. You want to make sure that you get everything, account numbers for checking accounts, savings accounts, um, you know, what bills are due, um, any life insurance or investment um, policies. You want to make sure you know where all those things are before the person forgets. Um, and then you also want to Make sure that if they are somebody who uses a computer, you get all of their uh, computer passwords um, all set up ahead of time and, and put somewhere safe because 
Very quickly, somebody could go downhill and not remember where things are. You may want to ask if they've hidden any money around the house. Um, you just want to make sure you have a very detailed list so that way you're not scrambling and trying to locate stuff when your loved one can't remember much of anything. Where's the key to the safe deposit box? All of these things. Yeah, you'd be surprised with what we hear. So our topic, as we've talked about, is memory loss. Remember to plan and don't wait until it's too late. Tenny, I know one of the things that you've got, you've got a whole stack of files or papers on your left of, of you on the table there. The law firm, Lance Law Inc., has a whole series of written reports. And if somebody's interested in having one of these reports, they could call your office and ask for a copy, right? Yes, please feel free to call 508-998-8800. We have um, brochures on Alzheimer's Survival Guide for Caregivers, Living with Alzheimer's, Creating a Lasting uh, Legacy, Protecting Your Assets from Medicaid. All these different um, brochures that we have can give you an outline of things that you should be thinking of, ways to plan, things to think about ahead of time. I'm going to try to find in my list of uh, documents over here some quotes that might be a little bit more lighthearted. But in the meantime, I'm going to give you a quotation from David Perlmutter. Alzheimer's is a disease for which there is no effective treatment whatsoever. To be clear, there is no pharmaceutical agent, no magic pill that a doctor can prescribe that will have any significant effect on the progressive downhill course of this disease. So you just cannot wait. You need to get documents in place. You need to plan. Um, we're always grateful when we see people that we've done planning for and that you have done planning for in the law firm side as well, Tenny. And we, you've been able to make sure that there are right documents that are there to help people um, so that somebody can make decisions for them. You mentioned uh, earlier you were talking about the need to go for a guardianship. If it's too late for somebody to do a durable power of attorney and some of the other documents, often it's necessary to have somebody go into probate court. And that can be, what, a four or $5,000 experience just to do that. Well, it's, it's costly, but it's also time-consuming. And it's humiliating because in front of whoever happens to be in court that day, you have to, the lawyer has to present uh, a doctor's certificate as to why this person is disabled, um, what the prospect is of the person becoming better, and all those sorts of things. You don't want that revealed to everybody in court. You about have to be declared you. incompetent. Uh, right? I was gonna, uh, Somebody has to say this person is no longer capable of handling their own affairs. And now that's public. They're incompetent. Right. Nobody wants to have that said about them. But again, as you said, Mom, the other main thing, it's not only expensive, it's embarrassing, but it's also time-consuming. The average probate takes about 12 months. Well, it's not quite the same as death probate. What we're talking about is something we term living probate, which is going to the probate court to be declared incompetent and therefore have a guardian appointed to take care of your body and a conservator appointed to take care of your assets. And in meeting with you and getting the proper documents in place, not only will you save money because it's less money to do the documents that you put together uh, than what probate will cost, um, but it also eliminates the, the, the public nature of it and the time. Right. There's a famous uh, minister that you've probably heard of, Pat Robertson. Ever hear that name? He said once, I hate Alzheimer's. It's one of the most awful things because here is a loved one. This is the woman or man that you have loved for 20, 30, 40 years, and suddenly that person is gone. They're gone. They are gone. That's what happened to my brother, as you know. We, with his wife, we you tried, mean? Yeah, we tried to help my brother with his wife's situation for almost two years before she died. And what I would continuously say to him when she would get belligerent or even slap him, I'd say, you know, Dick, Ginny is not there anymore. It's not Ginny that you're dealing with. 
the person that you've been married to and loved uh, dearly for almost 70 years is not there. Right. Sandra Day O'Connor was a Supreme Court justice, and her husband developed Alzheimer's, and she said, I loved my husband very much, and it was heartbreaking to have him develop Alzheimer's disease and to stand by and watch him decline in his ability to take care of himself. There's so many people this affects. But then I believe Sandra Day O'Connor developed the disease herself. I could be wrong. but I'm not positive about that. Well, the interesting thing, going back to a couple of statistics, 3 in 10 Hispanics do not believe they will live long enough to develop dementia, but some of them will. It's estimated that in 2021, Alzheimer's and other forms of dementia in this country are going to cost $355 billion. By 2050, it's estimated that these costs are going to rise as high as $1.1 trillion. It's a very expensive disease. And for some reason, uh, it seems to be getting worse. Right now, there are more than 5 million Americans living with Alzheimer's, and the estimated numbers by 2050, which is still some ways off, is supposed to be 16 million, which is more than three times what it is now. Um, and every 66 seconds, someone in the U.S. develops Alzheimer's. Well, part of the issue, obviously, is that medical science has advanced and it's keeping us all alive longer, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. But um, dementia wasn't quite as much of a problem in the past because people tended to die of other diseases earlier. But as we get to stay alive longer, we have to worry more and more about this particular potential disease. And here's another uh, statistic that goes back to what you were talking about earlier, Dad, is the expense of Alzheimer's. And because people can live a very long time with the disease, you know, they can quickly deplete their entire estate. The average life expectancy after diagnosis is eight to 10 years. So that's a long time to most likely be in a nursing home and just spending down money. So I'm still searching very hard to find some more happy quotations about (laughs) Alzheimer's. I'll continue to keep looking. But in the meantime, we're going to take another short break. We want to talk about a couple of things that we do. We're here to protect you. We're here to protect your family. We're here to protect your assets. And give us a call. We will be right back. This is Money Wise Radio with Ray and Pete Lance, powered by the USA Wealth Group. Collectively, more than 80 years of experience helping clients define and plan for their retirement goals. To begin a free retirement consultation, call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Welcome back, folks. We're here today talking about memory loss and telling you to remember to plan. So, Tenny, one of the very important things about planning from the legal side is you need to plan far enough in advance, don't you? If you want to move assets or transfer assets in a different form, perhaps to protect them from nursing home costs, generally you're looking at about a five-year in advance plan, aren't you? Because you get a five-year look-back period. Yes, that's absolutely right, and that always surprises people when I talk about that. Um, People don't really realize that whatever you do today, if you gift away money or do something that MassHealth thinks is not sound with your funds, then you can be penalized for that for up to five years into the future. And of course, the tough thing about that is, when does any of us know when five years will be up and we'll need to have nursing home care? So it's a very, uh, it's a nebulous concept, but one that you need to plan for early. Well, that's one of the things, that's probably the most common thing that we hear is usually the family, but sometimes it's, you know, the, the person themselves. I wish that I had planned. I wish that I had planned earlier. I wish I had gotten these documents in place. I wish that I had gotten this life insurance. Or, you know, I wish dad had done this. I wish mom had done that. So plan. 
plan ahead. We say it all the time, but do it. One set of figures that always surprises people that I speak with is that um, if you want Medicaid or need Medicaid financial assistance, you can only, as a couple, keep $130,000 in all kinds of assets, whether that's an IRA or a bank account or whatever. And if you're a single person, you can only have $2,000. Big difference. It, it's, it's not only a big difference, but it's amazing. You know, most of the people we see are people with uh, asset levels of 600000 800000 or whatever. And so to get down to 130000 you essentially lose almost everything that you've worked your life to attain. It's, it's a disaster. Lisa Gibbons once said, Alzheimer's caregivers are heroes. You know, we talked a little bit earlier about the toll that taking care of somebody with dementia or Alzheimer's takes on the caregiver. You've seen that in your own family as your sister-in-law declined from dementia and Alzheimer's. It took an amazingly hard physical toll on your brother. I couldn't believe it when I saw pictures of him, how badly he has gone downhill from the physical and mental and emotional strain of taking care of his wife with dementia. It's horrible. I plainly remember Christmas Eve of 2019. We were at Pete's house celebrating Christmas Eve, having a wonderful time, and I called my brother to wish him Merry Christmas, and he was crying uh, because he was so distraught about his wife's condition and what it was doing to her and to him. And it brought everybody, all of us, to tears. It was was a very sad evening. Yep. You know, Ronald Reagan, um, while he was still in good health, said, my philosophy of life is that if we make up our mind about what we're going to make of our lives and then work hard towards that goal, we never lose. Somehow we win out. But then there was a really interesting quotation from his wife, Nancy Reagan, and she said, with Alzheimer's patients, you have to be very careful what you say when you're looking at them over their bed because once in a while they understand it. A few more facts about Alzheimer's is, uh, yes, it is hereditary, um, basically, if somebody, you know, mom, dad had it, you have a 50 to 80 percent better chance uh, than others of um, getting it yourself. Um, and then the heart and the brain are really in, intertwined with one another. And uh, there's been a lot of studies that show that people with high blood pressure or heart disease or diabetes um, are 30 to 50 percent higher risk of developing Alzheimer's. People with head trauma in their past, somebody who's had a serious head injury in the past, are at a much higher risk for Alzheimer's. And then being overweight can actually double your risk of developing Alzheimer's. And then the last one is uh, women are much higher risk than men, and African-American men are um, much higher than Caucasian men. And probably some of that has to do with uh, diet and how people take care of themselves. Well, that's, an, that's you know, something else I was going to mention further on, but there's, a, there's ways that you can decrease your chances of getting Alzheimer's, and that's by exercising at least three times a week, uh, not smoking, um, staying really mentally active and getting enough sleep, staying social, um, eating healthy, and, you know, not becoming obese, and then other things like increasing your omega-3 and your vitamin E intake. Read a lot. Do the puzzles in the paper. Uh, keep your mind very active. Enroll in a course somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, learn about something that you always wanted to know about and never took the time. Well, the statistics on it are pretty scary, and they're pretty alarming, and we're using them on purpose because you need to plan. You need to plan to protect your assets. You need to plan to protect your family. So, Tenny, we talked once earlier about the fact that if you move things around maybe five years ahead of time, you can protect assets. I know you do work with irrevocable trust sometimes to accomplish that, don't you? 
Yes. Um, we explained to people that it is fairly easy to protect the house uh, as long as you have that five-year term. It's more difficult to protect financial assets because if they go into an irrevocable trust, then you don't have access to them either, mm -hmm. although there are some things that can be done. But if you want to protect your house, if that is your major asset, if that is something that you care so much about, the mortgage is paid, it's what you want to pass on to your children, come and talk to us about an irrevocable trust. So the important thing, again, and, and the strongest words possible we need to emphasize, you've got a plan. You have to basically be able to recognize that someone that you care about may be experiencing dementia or memory loss or issues, or uh, and then you need to develop a care plan, a medical plan, as well as legal documents. But if you don't have the legal documents in place, to accomplish what you need to accomplish or put financial assets into a certain form. Peter, you mentioned earlier, for example, about um, looking at your life insurance policies and maybe taking cash surrender value up. How about just taking the life insurance policy and maybe transferring the ownership of the policy to somebody else? Well, I mean, the, the main reason I was talking about life insurance is not using the cash value to help pay for um, nursing home care or whatever, you know, care in-home caregiver. Uh, the main reason is the value of the death benefit. So um, if mom or dad are still healthy enough, um, you know, maybe it's worth talking to them about getting a life insurance policy with a fairly large death benefit. If they can still do that. If Well, yeah, I'm not talking about when they've already been diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Um, because if they do end up going into a nursing home, whether it's for Alzheimer's or anything else, um, and you have to spend down a large portion of their estate if you don't plan in, ahead of time enough with uh, my mother, Attorney Tenny Lance, um, then the life insurance will at least make up for you know, a portion or a large amount of what was spent down and lost. So most people who are diagnosed with Alzheimer's are diagnosed after the age of 65, but every 66 seconds in this country someone develops this disease. It's pretty scary. I said that about 10 minutes ago. Did you forget? I forgot. <laughs> you didn't. I did. Don't give him a hard time. I definitely did. <laughs> no, I didn't forget, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Honestly, I didn't forget. <laughs> I really didn't. It's just that I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I've got seven piles of paper. So while you're talking, I'm looking through the other piles of my paper to think about. It, it, Stop laughing at me. It was a joke. We, we all, we're all doing the same thing. I've done it before. I've repeated something that you've said because we're all doing the same thing. I've got pa papers in front of me, and I'm reading to think about what to bring up next, and we're all doing it. The thing is, there is so much to talk about. There is so much material, and it is such a serious thing. And we just have to keep emphasizing it. So women are at higher risks, apparently, huh? Is that a joke? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad I'm a man, Pete. <laughs> this sounds like, uh, what's the movie with Groundhog Day? Yeah. <laughs> you keep saying the same things over and over I just wasn't again. sure if you really, truly didn't hear me say that also or if you were joking. <laughs> no, we're not laughing at you, ladies and gentlemen. We are talking about the movie Airplane earlier. We are talking about the movie Groundhog Day. Well, there's a lot of reality in those things, isn't there? Yep. <laughs> Is it time for breakfast yet? In the meantime, it's dinner time. There's some often humorous things, but it's, it's a deadly serious things. There are some statistics that are really amazing. Um, in 2019, about 1.6 per 100,000. But also in Massachusetts, um, the number of caregivers of people with Alzheimer's and the hours of unpaid economic value in Massachusetts, 281 in every thousand are caregivers of some type. Well, there was also a statistic that said 40% of caregivers for Alzheimer's patients um, suffer from uh, depression because of what they have to see and go through. Oh, absolutely. My poor brother is still depressed about his I'm situation. Gonna, I'm going to try to find some new materials, Pete, so that I won't be repeating the same things over and over oh. again. 
Um, so here's some unforgettable quotes from famous people with Alzheimer's disease. Think about that. The greatest leader is not necessarily the one who does the greatest things. He is the one who gets the people to do the greatest things. That was Ronald Reagan. And I always admired Ronald Reagan. I always felt very badly when I learned that he had Alzheimer's. Robin Williams, one of my favorites of all time, he had a different kind of a disease, but he also had a disease that impacted his brain. He once said, you're only given a little spark of madness. You mustn't lose it. I try to think about that every day. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, he had Lewy body disease. I always thought that was an unusual name. But a lot of famous people that we know about, we think about artists, painters, um, politicians, Charlton Heston, and I'll give you a few quotes afterwards. Meanwhile, we are going to take our last break of the morning. Everybody can cheer right now, and we will be right back to talk more about the importance of planning, especially with memory loss. Stay tuned. This is Money Wise Radio. Money Wise is in many places. If you missed a minute of the show or want to listen to past episodes of Money Wise, go online to usawealthgroup.com and click on the radio page. That's usawealthgroup.com. This is Money Wise Radio. 508 998 8858. That's 508 998 8858. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to a very important topic that we're talking about today, memory loss and why it's so important to plan. Far more than almost any other occasion, we see a lot of situations, don't we, Tenny? Attorney Tenny Lance is here and Peter Lance is here. And welcome back to both of you, and thank you for participating. We've experienced it in our own family with my mother, with your mother, Tenny, with your brother's wife. And I dare say that you who are listening today have experienced memory loss in your own family in some form. With your sister's husband. My sister's husband also, yep. yep. His is not so bad yet. But he's also become very belligerent and right. saying a lot of nasty things that he never said before. His right. is not necessarily um, caused by a natural disease. He also played hockey um, in high school and got banged around quite a lot and probably had brain injury as a result of that, I suspect. Which is what I said earlier, that people with head injuries, head trauma, are much more likely to get um, Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. Princess Diana once said, family is the most important thing in the world. And that's really what we are about in the offices here, whether it's Lance Law Inc. or USA Wealth Group or Lance Family Insurance Agency. We're here to show you how to protect what you've earned, how to protect your relatives, your family members, how to leave what you want to the people you want it to go to or the charities you want to benefit. You know, there's an important charity in this area that's also um, a very important in the Alzheimer's battle. I'd like to mention them briefly, the Southeastern Massachusetts Alzheimer's Partnership. And they do a lot of work with programs every year. Um, they have programs both in the spring and the fall. We may give them a plug again uh, on another occasion. Uh, they have helpline numbers, Southeastern Massachusetts Alzheimer's Partnership. If you want information about them, you can call them at 508-679-0535 or get in touch with us and we'll be happy to give you information about how to reach them. And they help educate the community. They can help put you in the right direction. If you've got a family member who's got an Alzheimer's issues, they can show you where to go. Their annual dues are fairly reasonable. I think it's only $25 a year and they do a lot of good. And this... Um organization southeastern massachusetts alzheimer's partnership has a uh, trifold brochure that if you're interested uh, mom you mentioned earlier you have a whole bunch of different brochures with useful information about 
what to do if you suspect that someone in your family has uh, early onset um, dementia. But their their trifold brochure has a whole list of uh, Alzheimer rights that all uh, Alzheimer's uh, patients have. Um, and that's something that might be useful for you as well. And then the Alzheimer's Association has a, a brochure that we keep here in the office that uh, shows the 10 warning signs of Alzheimer's disease. And it also has a column that lists um, signs of Alzheimer's or dementia versus typical, you know, just getting older uh, type of changes. So we're, we're here to help. One thing you mentioned, Ray, before, but I think uh, reading it again in Alzheimer's brochure is important to emphasize that Alzheimer's is the only cause of death among the top 10 in the U.S. that cannot be prevented, cured, or even slowed. Yeah. It's, that's pretty scary. It's it very scary. There's one thing that um, I found interesting um, and that's that you can actually have a blood test that you can um, detect the onset of Alzheimer's a decade early, and it's very accurate. Um, I don't know if people would want to know that or not. I mean, maybe if they knew that in 10 years, they're probably going to, or they will be getting uh, dementia um, or Alzheimer's. Maybe they will totally change their lifestyle and their diet and exercise more and do more of the brain puzzles that you were talking about earlier, and maybe that will, uh, you know, help. I don't know. Would Would you want to know if you were going to be? I think I would. So you should get this blood test then. I'd, I'd not heard about it. Yeah. Well, Mother Teresa once said, it is not how much you do, but how much love you put into the doing. And that's what all this is about. If you have someone in your family that you think has an issue or a problem or you are concerned about yourself, do the planning. But it's so hard to to give love, as she says. I mean, when somebody has Alzheimer's, you have to repeat things. You get very tired of doing that. Mm -hmm. If somebody has some sort of belligerence, it's very hard to put up with that. Mm-hmm. Or if you're a caregiver, as your brother was for a long time, and had to change diapers for his wife multiple times a day, how awful and how difficult that is. Yeah. So there's a very good publication that I printed off from Fiduciary Trust Company. Uh, In fact, it's called Memory Loss, Remember to Plan. It says, recognize the condition, develop a care plan. So you you gotta address the issue medically, but then you need to put information together. What are your assets, your liabilities? What are your insurance policies? What are you looking to protect? And make sure your legal documents are done. Tenney has talked about the healthcare proxy and the HIPAA forms and durable powers of attorney and what's the difference between a will versus a trust. If you have enough time in advance, Tenney, it might be important to do this irrevocable trust that you talked about and put assets in there and hope that five years goes by and then you can plan. How about if you need to do special needs provisions? I know you put that language in trust sometimes, don't you? Yes, our trusts do have um, language in them that will sort of automatically allow the trustee to create a special needs trust if the situation warrants it at the time of asset distribution. Um, people who are are on public benefits or have special needs cannot really inherit money or they lose their public benefits, which are critical, of course. So um, our trusts provide for that, even if it's not known at the moment. Well, I want to thank everyone for listening today. This is a difficult subject. It's a difficult subject in our family because we've seen three or four of our family members who have experienced these issues. As I mentioned, almost everybody listening today knows somebody or has somebody in their family who has experienced this issue. Let us help you. That's what we do. That's what Peter does. That's what I do. That's what Attorney Tenny Lance and Attorney Mike Coleman do. And there's always something you can do. And we can protect most of the assets and give you great advice on doing that. But you have to do it enough ahead of time. You have to do it while somebody has confidence, don't you, Tenny? 
Yes, these documents really need to be witnessed and notarized, and that can't be done if the person signing them doesn't really understand what they're doing. Is there anything else that you'd like to say about today's subject, Pete, before we sign off? I had something, but I forgot. (laughs) I always laugh at Dad's jokes. I always laugh at yours also, even if you sort of say, oh, no. No, unfortunately, we can't really say too many funny things about Alzheimer's. I mean, we've all experienced funny things that people have said, that people have done, um, who've gone through dementia, because funny things happen in life. (laughs) We always... Had a good time with your mother's word for coyote. She always called them coyoyoyos. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> if we had a coyote in our backyard, she'd say, oh, look at the coyoyoyo. <laughs> I that, hadn't thought about that She in didn't years. do that on purpose either, did she? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, the last thing I'm going to say is um, this is from a patient who had dementia. Never give up hope. If you do, you'll be dead already. So let us help you. Thank you so much for listening. We look forward to bringing you a more pleasant topic on another occasion. You've been listening to Money Wise with the Money Guys, Ray Lance and Pete Lance, powered by USA Wealth Group, Inc. If you have questions about retirement or would like to set up a free consultation, call today, 508 998 8858. That's 508-998-8858. MoneyWise is also online. Go to usawealthgroup.com. That's usawealthgroup.com. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and USA Wealth Group, Inc. are not affiliated companies. Firm offers insurance services. USA Wealth Group, Inc. is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. USA Wealth Group Inc. is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. This radio show is a paid placement.